What's up? What's up? What's good? Welcome to the the real sixth episode of Go Fast Turn Left because the the fake the Mickey Mouse sixth episode of Go Fast Turn Left uh, was posted with no sound. So wow, the greatest... we got to fire our uh, technical guy. <laughs> oh no! Whoops. Um, so yeah, if you want to hear, if you want to go listen to the greatest podcast that you can never listen to. Episode six of Go Faster and Left was was good, and uh, just to cover our bases, um, we were t- all we talked about in episode six was I talked about Atlanta for a minute, literally, and then we talked about all the qualifying races, which didn't did not end up happening. So, you know, it it really was a good one to not happen. Yeah, if if any of them were to mess up, I'm happy it was that one because now a in the future it's no it's not going to happen again, and b speaking of this one currently being recorded yes yes it's being recorded it's not that the other one wasn't recorded it was recorded but none of the sound took this one i'm watching the bars go Mm. (laughs) so if if it messes up then it's not on my after this but yeah so we don't have to fire you again don't have to fire me uh yet let's let's get to talladega first and then we'll and then we'll you know do some reevaluating all right, so this last weekend we had the first ever uh, dirt race in NASCAR Cup history since 1970. And what a year! What, yeah, what a what a time! We made that joke in the last one, but it didn't. Uh, no one heard it. But 1970 oh, was a was a good time to be alive. I'm told. Yeah. Do you know what happened in 1970? Well. I do know that in 1970, the 60s came to an end. Yeah. You know what else happened in 1970? What happened in 1970? The 70s began. Wow. That's mind-blowing, honestly. I don't, I don't know what to do with this information. All right, so uh, the most historic race in a while. Like, his, historic... Historically, this was one of the biggest in a while, um, and about halfway, I guess a little over halfway through, they announced that they're coming back for more dirt racing next year, um, and before we get into any of the actual race, I just want to say that um, I love Bristol, it's one of my favorite tracks ever, and I like the dirt racing this weekend, it wasn't bad, but I would really, really prefer it if they just went to a dirt track. <laughs> maybe added some seating to a track that already exists that's made for dirt and uh they left bristol as it is because as fun as watching uh 250 laps on dirt and as as interesting as it was like a 500 lap race at bristol it just i just like it more it means more to me what do you think about that exact sediment i honestly loved it i don't know why I thought it was something new. I thought it was really interesting. I thought it had a lot of great racing. And we saw some new faces up front, which also made it fun. Uh, we saw some some guys get into each other. Um, yeah, we there's saw a, lot a lot of bumping, of, which yeah, is good. Yeah, we saw a lot of things happen, and I thought it was really fun. I personally loved it. I loved it. I liked it a lot. Um I just felt 250 laps is not enough on Bristol. And with the dirt, it makes it a little 
better. Obviously, that track was getting the crap beat out of it toward the end. They couldn't even, you know, restart. Uh, they had to restart single file. But um, I just, um, I love Bristol so much that I, I still see it as the old bump and run and, you know, like a two-man, three-man race at the end, which it, it kind of was. Um, but, yeah, I, yeah. I much prefer. The only way that Denny could have won was by bumping Joey out of the way, but Denny Hamlin's a stupid idiot yeah, he, and decided to go to the top really persistent about that top lane for the Jeez. last like 20 laps and i don't or yeah probably, and it wasn't working it he went from <laughs> on joey's bumper to almost a second behind and then the caution came out and he's on the radio like oh i'm gonna wreck him oh i'm gonna get I'm him kidding. i'm gonna get him tell tj tell tj majors to that joey needs to watch out tell tj and I'm what does Denny do it goes immediately God, to the high side I, dude I think Jesus Christ himself would have moved Joey Logano in that situation. I think anyone, anyone, like anyone in NASCAR would have been like, I could be the new fan favorite <laughs> if yeah. I just bumped this dude out of the Logano. way. Yeah, I mean, seriously. And Denny Hamlin hates Joey Logano. He has yeah. no reason to he, be nice. He threw shade at him in the post race. He yeah. said, uh, "I let him block me one too many times, bro. Move him. Yeah. You're Denny Hamlin. You're not. You're not there's the cleanest." A he does, there's a reason he doesn't have any championships. Hey man, hey man, we don't gotta go all the way. We don't gotta take it that. Am I wrong? I mean, I don't think moving Joey Logano at Bristol is gonna help his case anymore. Or less. Yeah, I know, I know, but I'm just saying. Uh, no, you're, the you're dude right. Deserves to get the dude deserves some fire right now. He he gave that race away. He also gave second away. He just let Ricky yeah. Stenhouse run away with second. Yeah, imagine imagine uh, telling um, a NASCAR fan that Ricky Stenhouse and Joey Logano are your top two. And, uh, Dude, from like five years ago. Imagine if Denny Hamlin wrecked himself and Joey Logano. Stenhouse would have won, and I would have looked like a genius. Yeah, you would have. On the podcast that had never been heard. Yes, but I, I think I called it on a live stream on Saturday, so still technically okay. There you it. go. Yeah, I said Stuart Friesen was going to win, and he got. I mean, he got like twentieth. Yeah, I think he got like twentieth. Yeah, he got twenty third. Uh, I think when I looked. So real, real quick, real quick rundown of the top performers. You had Joey Logano winning. Um, I, I everyone knows that I'm a big Joey guy. Uh, I just hate when he wins races like this because like. I wanted someone else to win this weekend because you know watching Joey win is is you know it's like watching the it's like watching the Bulls win championships. It's like I know he's gonna win. He's always a contender, right? So I was surprised that he was that good on dirt. I didn't think he had any dirt background, but here he is leading like seventy laps. Well, you know what it was, right? What? So during the Bush race uh, last weekend, Ryan Blaney was in the booth. Oh yeah, I heard that whole conspiracy theory. Oh, it's not a conspiracy theory, baby. It's two out of two. It's facts. I think point. Brad Keselowski called a race this year, and he ended up not winning. Yeah, but this is this is a new streak. It's two for two. It, it started uh, at Atlanta. Of yeah, yeah. Of um, so yeah, Joey was. Yeah, you're right. Daniel time. Suarez has finished in the top ten in every race this year, starting hey. starting with Bristol Dirt, of course. Hey. Last week at Atlanta, there. you didn't you didn't watch, but last week at Atlanta, he had top ten speed the entire race, and a in a late green flag pit stop screwed him over. So he he mm. would have been he was sixth for a majority of Atlanta. Like go back, watch mm. the tape, watch the film. Daniel Suarez, aka Daniel Suarez, aka the freaking best Chevy driver in the field this weekend. Was, was, How dare you disrespect Stuart Friesen like that? 
No, I'm telling like, seriously, like, Daniel Suarez was super fast at Atlanta. Uh, I didn't expect him to, you know, jump up. He he immediately from the get-go of this race was a factor, but um, he at Atlanta, he was a top, he was a top five car. Uh, he was a top ten car at the very, very least, and he got screwed over by his pit. Um, so, yeah, he got Joey Logano one, Stenhouse second, Hamlin third, Suarez fourth, Newman uh, fifth, Byron sixth, Tyler Reddick seventh, Ryan Blaney, eighth. I don't know how, but he somehow got up there. Yeah, his car was dead. Yeah, his car was beat. I, it, well, I guess all of it fell off. He got in an accident. I guess all of, the, all of it fell off immediately, so his pit crew really didn't have to do much. They just kind of had to beat and bang it a little bit. Um, and then Eric Jones, another solid run for Eric Jones, got ninth. And then Chase Elliott got tenth. Uh, a couple more noticeable names. Brad got 11th. Uh, Matty D got 13th. Kurt, uh, Kurt Busch got 16th. I just muted this. Kurt got 16th. Kyle got 17th. Truex Jr. was... He dominated the truck race. Looks like he was going to dominate this race for a second. He restarts... You said he restarted third? On that last restart, On that, he yeah. tire. Yeah, he blew a tire, immediately went shot up to the right side of the track and, and fell off. Uh, Alex Bowman ha- was having a good run, and then he... Something... Something, he lost fourth gear. He lost fourth gear on a restart, and uh, I, I, we'll talk true. about this a little more later, I'm sure. But the restarts were a big, big mess here, and I, I, you know, whenever they do this race again next year, I really hope they don't have to do single fire restarts. But it seemed like everyone who wasn't on the top uh, or top lane or, or the leader, the lead car, really um, was just completely blowing the restarts. The restarts were a huge problem in this race, so. Hopefully they figure out what exactly to do then. Um, and then I want to give a shout-out to my guy, Bubba Wallace. He had an absolutely great run, a top-10 car all day. And then uh, what, what did he get involved in? Spinhouse. Oh, yeah, Spinhouse cut his wheel. That's right. Yeah, that yeah. was that was garbage. But, hey, you got those Dude, they points. can't catch a break this year. They can't, especially after it's, – it's, it's frustrating because this was another race where they showed top 10 speed. They finished seventh in stage one. They finished, I think, seventh again in stage two and then just couldn't – They were running well, they had, with the one they got Yeah, duped. Yeah, and then, you know, the, these tires seemed to be a lot stronger. It didn't really seem like they were having any issues with the tires, but uh, Bubba cut Well, he one. got hit, like, straight off yeah, the tire. Yeah, he got, he got hit in it. I don't know how what happened to Truex, but, yeah, that was, that was interesting, too. And then, of course, the great – Christopher Bell spinning out right in front of uh, God, Kyle Larson. Expert, he sure looked like a dirt expert there. Yeah, the the dirt es- experts, the two favorites of the race, taking each other out on lap. Whoa, 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 whoa! Christopher Bell just decided to spin out, and yeah. Larson yeah. had nowhere to go. Sure, but yeah. <laughs> Hey, I I loved this race. This race was great. I just hate I just hate seeing the same guys win. So that's kind of why I'm a little down on it, but. Uh, we were texting during the race, and there was that that first big pileup with uh, Anthony Alfredo, the dude wipe car, and there and was uh, Almirola, your Almirola, favorite yeah. Dude, yeah, Grant, yeah, Grant texted me like when Almirola crashed, and he said, "I'm in literal tears right now. I can't <laughs> take this pain anymore." My favorite driver of all time is currently 28th in points behind some bad dude. And I'm literally shaking. I can't take this pain literally anymore. Sh- I'm going to become a fan of a real driver like Joey Gase. Yes, exactly. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't wish uh, 
that people get injured or, or anything like that. But I was oh really, I was really was hoping, <laughs> I was really hoping that Quinn Hoff rear-ended the crap out of Martin Truex in that first pileup, or or that Truex just plowed into to uh, who else? Anthony Alfredo or, or someone like that. Because I did not want to see him straight up dominate this race, which he didn't end up doing. He didn't even uh, to have the lead again after he won the stage one. Um, Dude, I hope Truex leads like every single lap at Martinsville just because he said that. I'm sure he will. I'm very sure he will. He always does. But yeah, so stage one, um, the, the 50 lap, the or the uh, the caution came out of lap 50 because William Byron did the best spin ever on Ryan Newman, but it did not end up mattering. Because... Dude, that's what Kevin Harvick was supposed to do at Martinsville last year. <laughs> exactly. Dude. He could have used that little just dump and run, but uh, well, he, he tried. He failed. He failed miserably, yeah. I think he spun himself out more than he spun Kyle Busch out. That's what you're talking about, right? Kyle Busch 360'd it and still finished wherever he spun out from. Yeah. <laughs> and then Harvick. I mean, that's that's what makes this playoff system, well, that's Dumb. good about. I See, I think that's what makes it good. But I hate Kevin Harvick, so if it, if it were anyone else I liked, I would hate it. But you know, it's Kevin Harvick, so anything to screw him over, I'm I'm enjoying. But uh, but yeah, last yeah, week, you're right. He his Mickey Mouse championship from 2014 belonged to Gordon, anyways. You know what? I'll give you that one. I agree. Thank you. Uh, um, so yeah, la- la- in the last episode, the the greatest podcast that no one will ever hear. I uh, I gave another shout out to Daniel Suarez for running. You know he had top ten speed. He was the sixth fastest car most of the race. Obviously, like I said, that green flag pit stop screwed him over at the end. Um, but once again, Chevy and Trackhouse and Daniel Suarez racing has proven that I mean Chevy is is the team to beat. This is the first time all year that only one Toyota had finished in the top. 16. Only one Toyota finished in the top 16. That's crazy. A lot of them... And it was been... Danny. Yeah, and it was Danny. The, the dirt expert Danny. Um, More obviously, like dirt choker Danny. Obviously, no one saw Christopher Bell wrecking on in the first stage. Oh, excuse me. I had a seltzer. Uh, and then Martin Truex Jr. was obviously running in the top five and, and wrecked right at the end. Bubba Wallace also running top 10, and then, yeah, kind of got screwed over by Stenhouse, um, which just go at, which goes to show you that one, two, three, four, five, six Chevys in the top 10. Th- this year has proven to be... A- well, I mean, this race is... This is a one-off. It was the first time it ever happened. I don't think you can look at this in terms of long-term... Because it's so different, it's com- like like they're never going to run this car again this year. They're never going to run this race with this car again. So I don't think you can look too much into it in terms of championship and speed and all that. But I don't know if you. I mean, if you look at it, Suarez has been consistent. Stenhouse has been very consistent all year. Byron has won a race and has been consistent. Reddick has turned it up as of late. Eric Jones has been relatively consistent. Chase Elliott. When he takes his Mickey Mouse ears off, it's a very fast car. So I, I think it, I think it goes to show you that Chevy's. I mean, Trackhouse being up there alone shows you that Chevy is is definitely taking leaps and bounds over other teams. Like they, I just feel like they, 
I, I heard something like before the season even started about Chevy really investing in now and other teams investing in next gen. And I mean, just based off what we've seen all year, I definitely agree. The, the speed is just there. It doesn't matter what track it's on. It doesn't matter if it's on dirt. It doesn't matter if they're turning right. The, the speed is there for the Chevys. And I like it. Yeah. I'm all for it. And then, uh, let's see. Oh, a uh, random fact of the day. So uh, you better pick Brad Keselowski to win Circuit of the Americas after you hear this one. Okay. Team Penske has won the inaugural Roval Cup race with Ryan Blaney, oh. the inaugural Daytona Road Course race with in the Xfinity Series with Austin Sendrick, and the inaugural Cup race at the Bristol Motor Speedway's Dirt Race with Joey Logano. So that means Brad Keselowski's due at Coda, right? Or uh, Nashville? Well- well, that depends. Will he be in the booth for the Xfinity race? Uh, no. Dude, Jeff Gordon's going to be in the booth, and he's going to race the cup race. That's what's happening. Dude, yes. All right, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. I would love to see uh, – I would love to go to that race, um, Yeah. regardless of Jeff Gordon um, races or not. I know you – Dude, if Jeff Gordon's there. racing, then, yeah, I'm going to be there. I mean, I'm going to try to be there anyway. I don't – Ticket situation for Coda is really weird right now. Like they don't even have a website for you to put your name on a list. So I don't. I don't really know what the. They they have plenty of seating. You know. I just don't, I don't really know what the rules. I think are. they're just they're probably waiting for like more seats to open and stuff. I I bet yeah, I bet you're right because as the days go on. Yeah, and they're at the end of May, so they have plenty of time to figure it out. Yeah, and exactly. They have like a hundred thousand seats. I'm sure that we'll f- learn more about that at the beginning of May. Um, yeah. Speaking of tickets, um, we don't have them yet. They're hopefully will be purchased. Well, don't confirm it until it's I'm confirmed. Not, I'm not until, conf- I'm I not say confirmed. wait till Tuesday. All right. I, I, will, all right, I won't Tuesday. say anything about it. I won't say anything about it. But I, I will mention the fact that um, there is no there is no race this weekend. So Nikol- Nikolai and I have uh, two very special things that we're going to do. Um, Nikolai, go ahead and tell. Go ahead and say what yours is, because I like I like yours the best, and it's more of something we both do. Whereas the, what I have is one that I'm gonna do, and you're gonna critique, which I also love because you have the best critiques ever. This weekend, I will be going home, and I will be eating delicious food. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm happy that you're going home and celebrating your nice little Easter and eating delicious food. But what? Uh, what are you going to do in the special episode? What is? Uh, oh what... yes, of course, the listeners. What they would actually care about. Well, um, I, I think they care about your your Sunday dinner. Sure. Anyways, <laughs> uh, we are going to be doing just a random talking about stuff episode, but it's not going to be random. Like we just look and find something on Google and then talk about it for five minutes. We have already kind of planned it, which I guess makes it kind of fun. And so we will be talking about various topics that we have already decided. Are we keeping that a secret or no? No, no. That's um. Go ahead. Okay. You're 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 so, bursting the bubble now, or you're. So, yeah. the topics I will be discuss- discussing will be if I could change one race, and also if I could go back in time and change one thing in NASCAR history. Do you already know what both of yours are? 
Yes, but I'm saving that for. Oh yeah, next yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear anything about it. Um, I th- I will say though, I think you're gonna be super shocked at what I pick. Mm. So yeah, I don't want. To, I'm not gonna go any further than that. But I think when he's I, probably gonna pick Dale Earnhardt Jr. Championship or something. I guess you'll find out on Tuesday. So um, my topic was because there's so much uh, different stuff with this scheduling, and we've talked about it a little bit too. How this is one of the best years ever. They keep marketing it as the best best year ever, and it is definitely one of the better years. I mean, uh, when is the last time seven drivers started off the season winning? 2014, the 2014. year Gordon should have won it. Oh, well, I'm sorry to bring uh, bring that up to you. But, yeah, seven different winners hasn't happened since 2014. I never and thought you know it would happen the, again. You know who was the seventh different winner in 2014? Who? Joey Logano. Ah, was it at Bristol? I or Martinsville. It probably it was at one of Bristol or Martinsville. I no, think. he didn't. Maybe Texas. He won the Bristol Night Race that year, and he didn't win at Martinsville until twenty eighteen. So it was wasn't that Texas. It, yeah, it was Texas. Yep, yeah, Texas. yeah, that makes sense. I remember that. But race. you know, you know what that means, right? That what? Kevin Harvick Championship. No. All right, podcast over. We'll come back next year. Um, <laughs> So yeah, the season I, is canceled. The season is canceled. If if Kevin Harvick is going to win it, we might as well just cancel cuz he's had a terrible year. It would only make sense that he won the championship. Um, he's like six in points. He isn't had a ter- for his uh, standards, no. yeah, but he's still having a pretty dang good year. No, man. 15th eighth at Bristol. 15th at Bristol. points. Okay, one race in the dirt that we won't run until next year. Ooh, okay, he's off. Technically Denny's eighth in points with his six top fives. You know, okay, Denny that's... has six top fives this year. He's probably cheating. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, he's probably. It doesn't matter anyways. It's not like he's gonna win the championship. I mean, you know. Oh please. I mean, you're not wrong. He yeah, might. Exactly. He could. It's not impossible. Yeah, he could, but he'll find a way to blow it. He'll find a way to the the. the uh... oh, I almost said Mike Ford, but that's so wrong. <laughs> I was gonna say the crew chief will find a way to you know. Mess Chris, up his pitch. Chris Gabehart. Chris Gabehart. Yeah. Oh, Mike yeah, Ford hasn't right. been around in ten years. I don't think. Dude, you're right. Chris Gabehart spun out the car at Homestead in 2010. It was him. Yeah, was Chris Gabehart's behind it all. Well, no, back then it was Mike Ford, and he. Uh, I remember back when I Denny. Thought, no, I thought he had Dave Rogers, or was that Kyle Busch that had Dave Rogers? This was when Denny was like first started for a while, and then from uh, when he first was a rookie so like when he became a real contender okay. he had, i think his name was mike ford it was something ford um i know darian grubb was the crew chief in 2010 when he had the first shot at the championship yeah but there, like when he first had his first like real chances at a championship there were so mm-hmm. many races where his pit crews like just messed up like whether it was a tire issue or a jack issue not not the crew chief's fault well, maybe Denny fault. should have had a bigger lead so that he could uh, yeah, you know, afford that. That's on Denny, man. Everything's yeah, on Denny. It's all on Denny. It's all on Denny. Dude, like, Denny, why have you not lapped the field ten times already? Come yeah, on. Yeah, dude. You're the only Jordan. Oh, well, you were the only Jordan driver in the in the sport, and, and you can't even win a championship? Yeah, no, I know. What is scrub? I'm just kidding, Denny. Please Denny, win. D- Please win, Denny. Denny, so I can stop defending you. Denny, you have the same amount of championships as I do, and I have zero cup starts, and you have 10,000. How does that make you feel? Good God, that's terrible. Oh, that's so mean. 
Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, he... that's what Denny gets for crushing my soul and laughing at it. I'm gonna make fun of his. Well, maybe failures. Maybe he will push Maddie D to. If he pushes Maddie D to a win at Talladega in a few weeks, will you will you forgive Danny? The, I'll forgive him for October of Talladega, but if he pushes Jeff Gordon to victory, then everything will be forgiven. Okay, fine. I don't. I think your chances are slim there, but I I, yep. I understand. All right, so um. Talk, we're talking about we were talking about scheduling and stuff. So I'm gonna build uh, what I think is the perfect schedule for NASCAR. And now you have to include Bristol Dirt because that's no. Uh, see, we talked about it uh, at the beginning. Like I like dirt racing. Dirt racing ha- should have a permanent spot in the cup, but put it on Eldora, man. Put it on a. Put it on um. Uh, what's that? What's that place in uh, Tennessee that has that? There's a place in Tennessee with one of the most historic dirt tracks. I can't think the name is Slim Knoxville. Man. Yeah, yeah, put them on Knoxville, bro. Dude, I, it's probably a little small, but Eldor is big enough. Like all these other tracks are big enough. But Dude, like, you know what two, I think they keep should two do? Bristols and then put the cars on a dirt track, not make Bristol a dirt track. You want to hear my genius idea? Let's hear it. Dude, you put dirt on Bristol. That's so predictable. Why don't we go unpredictable and let's put dirt on two racetracks and two racetracks only. Talladega Super Speedway <laughs> and Watkins Glen International. Dude, I'd, could you imagine them drifting it into turn one at Watkins Glen? I would love that. I would absolutely Dude, that would love that. Epic. That would be awesome. You know what I wouldn't love? If they what? touched Talladega Motor Speedway. If they Super what? Speedway. They should not touch Talladega Super Speedway. Uh, I obviously know you're being nah, facetious, dude. but don't they touch should Talladega. Nev- if they ever do anything to Talladega, I'm going to march to the steps of NASCAR. Yeah, I'm going to lay. I'm going to figure out a way to lay on Talladega and be like, "You're going to have to go through me, boss." Literally, like you, I will be submitted into the bottom of this track if you ruin it. Like, wasn't Talladega built on an Indian burial ground? Was it? I think it was. So you might. That's a that's a bold strategy. Well, I have indigenous bold. blood on my mom's side of the family, so. All right, you might be good. I think I'm. I, I think I'm. Works, I think I'm what Talladega needs to see change. I don't know. Actually, I don't know what the technicalities are, but. Me neither, but I think I'm the reason why they haven't changed Talladega. So we're gonna. Yeah. So we're gonna. We're gonna. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. But no, I'm building. I'm building the perfect schedule from one to twenty-six regular season races, and then the last ten playoff races. Um, if you don't have Kentucky as the championship race, <laughs> I'm not listening to your schedule. I, see, that's the that's kind of the problem I'm running into is is the championship race because I mean, everyone who listened to the Phoenix episode knows I can't. I don't like Phoenix, uh, IMS whatever whatever it's called now. Phoenix Raceway, maybe Jeff Gordon Raceway. Jeff, Jeff yeah, Gordon Jeff Gordon, Raceway. aka Young Dale Speedway, is not my uh, is not my cup of tea. But yeah, I, the the last race is definitely the one I'm struggling with the most. Um, oh, I've got one. Uh, what is it? Las Vegas. It's a mile and a half, and they love their mile and a half. It's got a huge like attractiveness because you know you go to phoenix but there's nothing in phoenix you go to las vegas it's las vegas dude that's like true. they went to homestead miami phoenix is pretty is nice miami. though i think you're i think you're pooping on phoenix a little too hard I, it's not supposed to be disrespectful but yeah it's phoenix. not las vegas it's supposed to it's not I'm, suppo- I'm saying it's las vegas we used to go to miami for a championship it's miami phoenix is not quite miami or las vegas so 
the cup has never raced on Nashville, and we're going to in a couple months. Yeah. With the we're gonna have to wait on that call. I would wait. I mean, you can make your schedule, but I would wait. Oh well, no, I was just saying like um, I probably wouldn't put Nash. I don't think Nashville is going to be on my on my list. What about the fair? What about the fairgrounds? Well, I've never seen a race on Nashville fairgrounds. Also, so mm. that that might play a little part into it. But I was gonna say, um, you know, we've never seen a race at a cup race. I've seen plenty of Carl Edwards and Kyle Busch uh, guitar victories in the um, in the Xfinity series at Nashville. But I've never, uh, we've obviously never seen a cup race there. But that is where our ceremony is held at the end of every year. So, to go off of what you were saying, like, what if they move to, what if they move the championship race, like every year, or every couple of years, to wherever they had the banquet. So you have the championship race, and then let a few days go by, let let the week go by, you know, um, and do all your championship like photo ops and your championship media, and then have your banquet that weekend. In the same exact place where you just won, I think that would be pretty special. So, like place, place like my Miami is a perfect track. I, I, you know, and and as we go further from that being the last race of the year, I think we're gonna respect it more as what it was being the last race of the year. Um, but yeah, Vegas would be a really good one too because like playing grounds would be pretty even. Um, that that track doesn't get affected by weather very much. It's got. It's kind of got multiple grooves on the best on its best days, um, which I we haven't seen in a while. But it has multiple grooves. Guys can easily run the high side if they're if they're brave enough. Even though the bottom is definitely where you want to be. But yeah, I think I think putting the tr- putting the last race of the year in a in a marquee location is ideal. But like and and I think Phoenix has a good following for the sport. People uh, people out west love going to Phoenix to watch the race. And Phoenix is a pretty dope city. But it's just like such a bad track <laughs> maybe maybe i'm just like i'd wrong. say it's mediocre i don't think it's bad i think it's mediocre i just i don't like it's sort of like you, you mentioned vegas like they're basically both mile and a half i know phoenix is a little smaller right okay time out why are we talking about this now i thought we were saving this for tuesday well yeah but we're not really none of these tracks are going to be really involved in the nitty-gritty so i don't uh, think we're gonna it's it's okay. Are you gonna to scratch? Are you gonna scratch Phoenix completely? No, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that to my West Coast. We NASCAR needs a West Coast presence, that's for sure. But I, I wouldn't. Would do you that add to a me. Would you add a street course? I mean, I see if a I I don't know of a street course that just exists. But if they if I got Chicago. a good Chicago, I mean, yeah, I would do one. Uh, okay. But the thing is, like, there's so many road courses that we haven't even seen yet that we're about to see for the first time. That I just, I don't even, like, I, I'm sure code is going to be on there, but that might just be me being biased toward Texas, so, but it's going to make it. Yeah. Um, no, we'll, t- we'll talk about that on Tuesday, because I was about to go off on a tangent. But yeah, we're doing, um, Nikolai's is doing, uh, well, we're both going to talk about what we would, what we would change, one thing we would change, and then uh, if we could go back in time, is it go back in time and relive it, or go back in time and change it? Change it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's okay. That's that's good. So yeah, I guess we'll we'll talk about um going back in time and changing one thing, talking about making a perfect schedule, and then, you know, just for fun if you want, you can be like if you could go back and see something uh-huh. like in person and not change it, just see it for exactly what it was, what it would, what that would be. I think we probably have the same answer though, cuz I think everyone who likes NASCAR would probably pick the same exact race, but 
Um, but yeah, that's, I'm really excited for that. It's going to be a fun, like, stray away and uh, something different for us. You know, NASCAR is giving you Dirt Bristol. We're giving you week off of, you know, fun tales and fun, uh, fun discussion as opposed to just talking about Chevy's dominating and Martin Truex uh, dominating as well. <laughs> um, we're also going to talk about Martinsville that, that week. We're not going to talk about uh, that episode. We're just going to touch on it. We're not going to talk about anything else today. Uh, just because, I mean, this was already such a historic week. And, you know, it's, it's, it's holiday time. It's break time. Which I hate because I love looking forward to NASCAR every Sunday. But, you know, it is what it is. Gotta, gotta get the time off. Gotta get the breaks in when you can. And it's an important holiday for a lot of people. Especially in the sports. So, I, I understand why they're why they're taking off it's just like uh like you know back in the day you used to look forward to like the i i especially looked forward to like and they're not doing it this year obviously because this track only has one date but there was the three uh three week span of bristol martinsville texas and it is usually in order of bristol texas martinsville i think but that three track stretch used to just be like one of the best parts of the whole entire season uh, for for a good bit of NASCAR history, so it's gonna be interesting to see. Yeah. All right, buddy. Uh, that's probably it. Congratulations, Joey Logano, seventh different winner this year. Congrats to uh, Track House, Trap House, Track House Racing, Daniel Suarez, the the greatest uh, the greatest driver to ever drive ninety nine. Wait. Wow. <laughs> How dare you disrespect Jeff Burton like that? Oh, yeah, he did drive 99. Dude, he had some of the coolest paint schemes ever back uh, back then. We should also, for that, for the next, and this probably doesn't even, shouldn't even be in this episode, but for next episode, we should talk about paint schemes, too. Class, some classic paint schemes. Some, some cool paint schemes. Or, no, okay. wait, we should save that for Darlington. Yeah, sorry. Ex- excuse me for thinking out loud. All right, buddy. You got anything? Uh, anything you want to add on about Bristol or about anything in general? Nope. All right. Well, the Mavs beat the Thunder last week, and thank you for that. <laughs> we needed that loss. Yeah, we needed uh, we needed that win. I don't. Mm-hmm. I've already said this on two other podcasts, but I don't understand why we rest our guys against teams that we need to beat, and then bring them all out for teams that are clearly tanking because. Al Horford's never playing for the Thunder again. Lou Dort was out. Baisley was out. Shea's going to be out for a while. Probably not play again this year. I don't understand it, but hey, this is not a basketball podcast, so it doesn't matter. Mm. All right. Thank thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks, Nikolai, for for coming on with me again, as usual. You can find me on Twitter at Slingy1, S-L-I-N-G-Y-1, or you can find Nikolai on YouTube. Just look up Nikolai P. Culp in the search bar. And then also on Twitter, at Nikolai P. Culp. Bye, internets. Bye, internet. Woo NASCAR. <laughs>